morning and welcome to Wednesday and welcome to your daily devotion, your daily PPE. PPE is an acronym for the Psalms, the Proverbs, and the Ecclesiastes. And uh, these are three of the wisdom books of the Bible. And so today, this is a devotion for you to gain wisdom from the Word of God. As I've already said, it's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. It's October the 27th. The title of today's devotion is, It is Great to Be Near the Lord. It comes to us from Psalm 73. We're in the last few uh, verses of this psalm that we've been studying for about a week now. And so we're going to look at these last verses and see what Asaph, who is the author of this passage, has to say to us uh, about the presence of the Lord and being near to the Lord. Being near to the Lord, being near to Jesus uh, as we are in the new covenant, being near to Jesus is a game changer. It's a life-changing experience. And uh, if you are not near to the Lord today, I want to encourage you to draw near to him. The Bible says, if we will draw near to the Lord, he will draw near to us. Let's look at what Asaph says in Psalm 73, beginning in verse number 25. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on the earth. And of course, Asaph is talking about Jehovah. He's talking about God. Verse number 26, my health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Verse number 27, those who desert him will perish for you destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter and I will tell him, I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. Note the wording here as we begin verse number 25 in comparison to the very first verse of this. Asaph has gone full circle. Uh, he started out with an eye and a will uh, that God was good. Everything that he saw, everything that happened, God was good and he is faithful. And he acknowledged that, but at the same time he recognized and his perception of the Lord was in trouble what he perceived God to be like in the, in the struggles, in the troubles of life, smeared or stained his perception of who God truly was. What looked like reality to Asaph was, by the physical eyes was really only a deception from the enemy. And then when his perception was corrected, if you remember uh, through 20-some verses here, he talks about how he almost stumbled, how he almost failed, how he almost walked away from the Lord. But then he went to church. He came into the presence of the Lord and the eye of his heart brought him back to a correct vision of who God was. Verse number 25 indicates this by him describing really what his heart sees and what he understands now. And this is a, a beautiful expression of, of Asaph's longing. Not only uh, now what his perception of his heart truly is, but really what Asaph longs to see God and how he longs to understand how God really truly is. This uh, last few verses here really is truly a beautiful uh, expression of a heart longing for God and not only longing for the Lord in his presence, but longing for eternity. On the surface, Asaph probably understood that there was 
so much more in store for him in heaven. He mentions the angels, the dwelling place. Uh, probably he knew uh, about the streets of gold and the companionship of the people of God throughout the generations that had gone on before him. And and we talk about those things too as well, going on and seeing people who have died in Christ long before us and and who are in heaven now. And we think about those times, and those are things that we long for. But even though those things are going to be great, and Asaph really truly understands here, even though those things are going to be great, it was nothing in comparison to what the presence of God was going to be. For Asaph, God was not only a heavenly hope, but he was also a, a earthly desire and an earthly hope and peace in his life. God was both his inheritance in heaven, but he was also his, his earthly desire. Once again, when I, uh, what, what I want you to know and, and when you have, what I want you to understand and know is that when you have truly experienced the presence of God and the, the life-changing uh, experience that Jesus gives us, it changes everything in your life. And now Asaph recognizes, he recognizes his weakness, but more importantly, he recognizes the strength and the power of God. And not only that, but the enduring character of God's strength. I don't know if Asaph had this in mind, but I want to point this out to you one, one more thing before uh, we wrap this up and before I end today. Um, I think as Asaph came into the sanctuary and into the tabernacle, whatever, however it may look like there in the Old Testament, um, as I was reading this, I was reminded of the priest back in Numbers chapter 18. Um, the, the law or Moses described the priest and the Levites. They wasn't able to inherit land from the promised land. And what God told them in Numbers chapter 18, verse number 20 God told the priest that that he would be their inheritance. He said he said to them in Numbers 18:20 he said, "I will be your share and your allotment." And so what I got thinking about and and I think Asaph probably thought about this either in his mind or God revealed it to him as he came into the the presence of God. And I mentioned a couple of days ago of how he probably came in there was some prayer. There was a reading of the scripture. He heard the word of God, uh, but he also saw the, the priest at work doing the sacrifices and uh, taking care of, of, of the people and the service that they were doing. And as he watched this, he probably seen and understood that this was their allotment. What they were doing was their service to the Lord. And it made him think. I, I, I have to... I have to believe that it made him think, this is all they really need. All the priest really needs is God. All they really need, all they really want is Jehovah. And here's the deal. That is enough for them. They're satisfied with that. So if they are satisfied with the Lord being enough for them, why can't I be satisfied with just knowing that? Perception is everything, isn't it? When we come to the place where we realize God is really truly all we need, there's no longer any doubts. There's no longer any deception. There's, there's really nothing that can cloud our mind because 
if we, as long as we have Jesus, and we do, as long as we make him our Lord, then we have everything. Asaph wraps this up with verse number 28. He says, and, and this is what he concludes with, as for me, how good it is to be near to God. I've made the Lord my shelter, and I'll tell everyone about him everywhere. It's amazing, really, to see how much good Asaph's visit did to the house of the Lord and how good it did for him. I can't say enough about how great the church is and how important it is. And I think I can honestly say this. It is the most powerful entity on the face of this planet. I want to wrap this up with two verses. Solomon knew this, and he said this in Proverbs 14, 12. He said, there's a path that seems right before every person, but it ends in death. And then he repeated it again in Proverbs 16, 25. He said, there's a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. death. Remember this, perception is everything, and we need to keep our eyes and our focus on the Lord. It is great to be in the presence of God, and we have to keep that perception every single day. Stay close to him. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this words of wisdom and encouragement. I pray today, God, that you would be with your people. Touch them, strengthen them. God, let them know you are near. And I pray today, Lord, that you would just touch and anoint each and every person today, Lord. Help them to know that you are near and help them to keep their focus on you. We ask us all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again tomorrow. We'll start a new devotion probably in the Proverbs. And remember, I'm praying for you. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you.